and welcome to the Good Boy Podcast, the dog discussion, interview, memories, good times, good feels, let the good times roll show. I am your host, Ilya Alexif, and today I wanted to record a slightly different episode. So I, just for a little background, I wanted to make this podcast, I wanted to have something where I could discuss dogs and have like something positive and hopefully uplifting that may sound corny but that was kind of like my like general overall intentions and some of the feedback I've gotten has been really good Uh, I had no idea what this show would be when I first started it and this is the ninth episode already and I'm a little surprised, I don't want to say a little surprised that I've made it this far, but because I'm stubborn, but I'm glad I've stuck with it, and I'm planning to continue it, so uh, one thing that I was wanted to avoid is having the show feel too samey, where I kind of just discussed basically the same questions and same exact format with each, uh, each show and each person and maybe that's just the nature of it i don't know i we're still very new to this and so i thought it would be a good time um i wanted to almost call this an emergency podcast even though that's kind of ridiculous but uh some of the episodes have been like recorded like months after months before they're uploaded and I didn't have an episode uh, lined up yet for November. And some recent events have kind of had, they're unfortunate, but they had good timing in terms of making a new episode. So this episode is going to be a little different. Um, but as I'm recording it, I'm not 100% sure where it'll go. Um, I'll try to keep it similar length. It may be short, it may be long, but... Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. So I said that this almost feels like an emergency podcast. And I say that because um, it's kind of like an update podcast. So uh, like one thing I kind of just thinking about the show was that like uh, trying to balance asking questions versus telling people about my dogs and depending on how well I know them that may work better than others. Um, But I just wanted to kind of do some updates about uh, my own dogs. And since the overall kind of goal of this podcast was for it to be fairly evergreen, I did want to provide some updates because this kind of like goes into some of my insights and uh, my thoughts and will obviously affect kind of the questions I may ask uh, someone on a later episode. That's not a hint. That's just a possibility. Um, But so uh, I guess I'll start with, um, and again, I apologize if I ever repeat like any stories or anecdotes or anything like that. I've I've already forgotten a ton of the ones that I've said, or I'm, you know, I'm not sure what I've said on the show versus not. So apologies um, in advance for that. But, um, so I guess I'll start with Mikey. So Mikey is one of my dogs. And so since 
recording or even talking about it, I guess. Uh, we took him to the vet. Uh, I can't remember the initial reason. I believe it was because he had a seizure. And um, that first seizure that he had happened when I wasn't there. Now, I had seen Dewey have a seizure before. And Dewey's kind of a gentle... I don't want to say gentle giant, gentle creature, uh, big heart kind of guy. So um, I did not fear him becoming aggressive um, because when a dog has a seizure, they don't know where they are at the moment. So um, so anyway, we were taking Maggie to the vet because I believe he had a seizure and we wanted to make sure he was okay. Dewey had had a history of seizures and was previously taking medicine for that. And so we wanted to make sure Mikey was okay. And I think some of the feedback that we got from the vet was that he needed to lose some weight. And uh, looking at Mike, we're like, oh, he has like kind of put on maybe a few pounds, Uh, but it's odd because he's an active dog and he loves to chase the ball and it's not like he's a lazy dog. Uh, I I believe I mentioned earlier that he had gotten injured previously. Um, So like we thought maybe it was partially tied to that, but him being kind of gaining some weight, we're like, "How how is he doing it? I mean, we don't feed him like crazy treats or, you know, it's not like we're giving him like steak or like, you know, we're not giving him like people food. We're just giving him his normal food and his, you know, the typical carrot that you give a dog because that's normal that we do. <laughs> uh, but so uh, we kind of like, Think we took we take like this took a step back and we realized that Mikey was eating or finishing Dewey's breakfast. So basically what happened is they would get fed at the same time. For whatever reason, Dewey would get two scoops of dry food in the morning while Mikey only got one. I don't I don't know why, but Dewey wouldn't put on weight so like we'll give it to him I guess I, I honestly don't remember the reasoning for that but then we found and I don't remember exactly how we found this but we found that Mikey was finishing Dewey's breakfast so I guess one day we kind of just waited in there in the garage while they were getting fed so I guess how we found was when we were feeding them once Dewey wouldn't finish his breakfast, and then he would just go outside to go to, you know, the bathroom outside. And then Mr. Sneaky Mike... Oh, yeah. Before I get into that. So, what are the key process processes of feeding them? Is Dewey, and even his ripe age of 13, is he likes to jump up and down a lot. Um, he gets really excited with food. So, Mikey is a lot more calm. He's excited, but he's he's not... A maniac. He's not hop jumping around and acting a fool like Dewey does. So uh, we'd give Dewey his his food first. So 
Dewey, he probably eats, you know, moderately fast, but nothing abnormal. But Mikey eats a little faster. And so Mike, the combination of Mikey getting less food plus him eating fast led to Dewey, you know, eating whatever he had and then leaving, which surprisingly to us, not eating all of it, leaving it and then going to use the bathroom. And then Mr. Mike would just sneak up and eat the rest of it. So for who knows how long, Mike was eating extra uh, breakfast. And we realized, like, oh, this is how Mikey is gaining weight. So they started getting fed at different times. Uh, with the one, with one, I believe Mikey gets fed first. And Dewey would be locked up. So Dewey is locked in a different room, and then I guess is kind of locked into the garage when he's eating. That way Dewey can eat whatever he eat, needs to eat. And then if Dewey doesn't finish his food, we put it out of reach for Mikey and then just give that with his dry food for dinner. So part of the problem is of this is Dewey is constantly trying to get food. Whenever anyone has anything, he wants that food. Even if he's just eaten, he you know, he really wants that the, the you know the human food. But it's like he's he's not hungry, is <laughs> what it boils down to. So I guess his body tells him when he's eating breakfast that he he's satisfied, and then when he. <laughs> But he wants the human food because the human food's a treat and treats are good and we like treats and, you know, that kind of behavior. So after a while, oh, and I guess for context, Mikey got up to like 95 pounds. I joked about um, uh, giving him more food to try to get him up to 100, you know. I kept saying, let's get him to three bills. Um, I guess even though that'd be 300, but whatever, triple digits. Um, and so Mikey in turn has lost some weight and so that was kind of like my theory about how he potentially got injured in the first place was being an active dog who's older he's nine and some change now being active but having extra weight is not good for his joints and thus him getting hurt so now he's lost some weight and he's he looks good um He's getting older, so he can't play for as long, but he still has the the energy for it. And, like, if we bring out the football, he loves playing mo Monkey in the Middle, or as we like to call it, Mikey in the Middle. Uh, he loves that. Um, and so he's been doing good on that front. And I'm just, t and for context, I'm just kind of like, thinking along these events chronologically as they've happened. So next chronologically is kind of Dewey. So Dewey is now 13 and as much as Dewey goes crazy jumping up and down and barking when we feed him, sometimes he has trouble with his back legs. And so one thing that we've been very careful is watching how long we walk him and sometimes we give him days off, you know. Ideally, I guess we'd walk him every day because Dewey cannot sit still. 
and I don't know, uh, just giving the episodic reminder that I am no much of a, I'm not much of a dog expert, I'm a guy who is passionate about dogs that has a microphone. Okay, end of that, end of that speech. Um, and now I totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> but yeah, so Dewey's back legs, he, um, sometimes he, they would kind of like give out where he, um, I guess a way to describe it is if you've ever seen like video of like someone running a marathon and their like eggs, legs, eggs, their legs are stumbling, um, across or towards the end of the finish line and they're like uh, uh, uh. that's like my sound of imaginary sound effects but it's like they're barely walking and so uh, they're like they're like kind of not straight you know they're kind of like bent over um and so like whenever i see that i always get nervous about dewey because i don't know how long he has and i hate to say that but it's just kind of like the reality. He's a big dog, 13 years old. So you you, you kind of have to pre- prepare yourself. And I have just doing this show and obviously just having dogs, just um, knowing in your head that you just have to be prepared for that and things happen. So you just have to always keep that somewhere in your head. So... It doesn't come as much of a shock. So we've been kind of regulating his walks, and I think it helps. We Ideally, we want to walk him every day because as much as his legs struggle sometimes, he cannot stay put. He's constantly walking around. He's constantly following someone. And obviously, I'm not a dog, um, but in my head, I'm like, dude, just rest. Like, rest. Just sit. You have a nice, comfy... Matt, you can sit there, uh, just chill, recover your legs. But he's Dewey, so he's going to get up, even if he's struggling. Um, he's going to get up and follow someone. He rotates who he follows. It's hard to predict his pattern. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wish it was like a video game where you could like, design you know the pattern of that like the ai walks or something like that because uh, for dewey it'd be very complicated or at least it seems complicated maybe it's not maybe he just sees someone and the next person he sees he gravitates to i'm not quite sure um but so overall he's doing okay though with that um but it kind of goes pops up here and there so it's kind of um, a, I don't know, struggles, worrisome, um, just seeing that. Um, and I guess since I'm in my own room now, I have these wooden stairs, and it's actually like <laughs> the cutest thing. Um, is so if I'm lying down in my bed, not facing the wall, I'm facing towards the doorway, and <laughs> all the time. I can see, when I'm lying down, I can see Dewey's head, like, barely pop up. So imagine probably, like, the top of his head and, like, barely, like, his eyes. And depending how he's breathing, maybe, like, his nose. You know, if he's, like, 
you know, breathing a lot, maybe I can see his nose. But it's funny to just see his his little head um, perk up. And basically, you know, he's looking to come into the room. And uh, I don't typically spend, like, a ton of time in my room. Um, Usually other than, like, sleeping or, like, resting, uh, like, before going to bed or something. So it's it's funny because, you know, the light will be off and I'll be on my phone just reading something. And then I'll see this glow. Like, I'll just see his eyes and, you know, his his dewy. Like, I want to call it stupid, but, like, kind of adorable breathing uh, on the bottom of the stairs. And, um, you know, his vision is not good. Um. But so what I've been doing is I'll, you know, I'm looking at my phone. So I'll pop open the flashlight and like lift up my arm so it like kind of like lights up the hallway so he can see better. And then he'll continue his breathing uh, up the stairs. (laughs) Man, this really just reminds me of like uh, in Return of the Jedi when R2D2 and C3PO are in tandem telling the story of kind of like Darth Vader and the Empire to the Ewoks and R2-D2s doing the sound effects. So I hope it comes across as that because I love that part in the movie. Anyway, um, so then he'll come in, in here and he'll rest. But, you know, he's so restless that, like, even at night he kind of, like, I don't know how many times he gets up to go sleep somewhere else. Um, but the other thing too is like yesterday um, I had to like I've been I had to help him uh, like go downstairs so like turning on some lights so we can see so we can go to the bathroom or get some water <laughs> um, but yeah Dewey Dewey doesn't know his age um, which um, you know obviously I'm not old so I don't know what it's like you know, you always hear old people say stuff like that, like, not pretend, but, you know, some people kind of act differently, some people act like, oh, I'm old, everything sucks, or I'm hurting, and all this kind of stuff, but different, some different old people have, like, a different attitude, and they are, um, they're just kind of, like, more mentally occupied with things that they're doing, so they're not focused on that and sometimes they're doing great um so i don't know the psychology of it um but i'm i'm glad he has it because it's funny the i know i mentioned this but it's like it's like impossible for me to like be mad at dewey for more than just like a few seconds because he's like (laughs) he's like so clueless and like harmful and if you get mad at him he's just like just looking at you and breathing and wagging his tail and it's like this dog is just goofy and it's like impossible to like stay mad at him because (laughs) he's just ridiculous dewey so you know his vision is is getting kind of know deteriorating his eyes are a little foggy um more than a little foggy at times so i have to help him outside so there's that's kind of like the dewey update but um 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I was going to mention, too, is even, like, when I'm, like, sometimes, you know, when it's warmer weather, we have to fill up his water bowl, like, during the day. Usually, it's just done in the morning, and that's enough. Um, but so we have to fill it up in, like, the evening or in the night. And so he'll even, like, jump up for that. It's, like, it's just water, Dewey. Um, I guess another kind of, like, anecdote is um, I was, like, lying down in bed reading my phone or something. And he kept going after my, like, I had a big cup of water. And he kept going after it. And I realized he was thirsty. So, like, uh, we kind of made fun of him on on the show for being stupid. But he's trying to hint that he's thirsty. And so... Um, I give him that for having some sort of ability to communicate that as much as we think he's stupid. And of course, like, in a lovable way, like, I don't want to be, like, insulting and be like, oh, do we so stupid? Because he's just a loving dog. And he needs care and attention and so that's why I can't be mad at him. Um, I had my elderly grandmother come over uh, recently, and he he just like went up to her like wanting to be pet, and he does that to everyone. But I think um, it may be kind of like a heartwarming kind of way for like an elderly person, especially someone who struggles to move, um, to see this dog that epitomizes like happiness and just wants some love and attention so um i love dewey he's uh he's such a silly guy and now i'm like almost tearing up right now just thinking about like (laughs) this dog and how he really just cares and wants attention he like he he doesn't want anything other than that and i'm glad we were able to adopt him i've I've said that to multiple people um who know dewey is that i think we were like a perfect house to adopt him not everyone can handle him but our all of our life situations can can um more than tolerate but function with you know dewey's needs and um I mentioned this on the the uh, Aaron episode with Kaya, but everyone just wants a dog, and you want a puppy, and you want the dog, but are you able to fulfill the dog's needs, and is the dog able to f- fulfill your needs? If you just want something cute that you can, like, pet and kind of just be like, yeah, this is my dog, you know, you don't want a puppy golden retriever. Um, who needs training and who needs attention and who needs to be taken out. I mean, getting a dog is a commitment. And they can bring you all sorts of um, joys and experiences. um, And uplift you. um, But you have to take care of them. They, you know, they are a living creature. Um, So... Um, I'm glad we have Dewey. Um, he he does get annoying, um, but you know he's just looking for love, and he just wants to be um, yeah. He just wants to be loved, and um, you know we like if if you don't 
know or you forgot or you never heard, uh, we got Dewey when he was like nine years old. So we had no idea what kind of life he had before. I mean, we had some basic information, but we didn't know how he was treated. I mean, I think he was treated okay. Like, it's not like he was like, I, I think it was like extremely negative. Um, personally, I think that he spent a lot of time alone. Um, like when we adopted him, they mentioned that he needed to go on runs a lot. And my kind of thinking was that the owner would work all day and then take him out for a run. And that was it. And then he just, but during the day he'd be left to his own devices, kind of do what, whatever, well, I guess essentially whatever he wanted to, but he didn't get like he was like missing comfort and safety and feeling and so that's kind of like my um my theory um one thing this isn't new but when my brother um is sometimes my brother falls asleep during the day and Dewey will just go there and bark at him like in the middle of the day like like this really annoying bark and I'm not quite sure what where it comes from. Um, maybe it's some. I mean, it sounds kind of I don't know extreme, or I don't want it to sound sinister, but maybe he lived with an old person before, and maybe like I don't want to say they died, but maybe I mean I don't know. I have no idea. Or maybe he lived with someone who was sick. I don't know. Um, that made me, um, I don't want to think that, but, um, maybe there's something crazy like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to think that, but the, the, the gist of it is that he needs like attention and like, I had to kick him out of here to record cause I don't want him like barking or breathing or anything on that. I know maybe <laughs> some people might like that, but I don't know. Um, so that's Dewey. I think that's overall Dewey. Just, we're, I'm just trying to make sure he's okay. Um, like, there's no reason we need to, like, push him on these long walks or anything. Just want to make sure he's okay and he's happy. Um, my house has a lot of stairs, so unfortunately that can be tough for him. Um, I guess, too, like, sometimes he's fallen down the stairs, too. Um, so I'm doing everything I can to, like, help him, like... Sometimes when he's walking up the stairs, I'll kind of, like, trail him to make sure he doesn't fall and I can, like, catch him. Because um, I don't want him to injure himself. I mean, Dewey can, can be kind of re unintentionally reckless. So I want to make sure he's okay. Because I care about him. Um, he's a he's this incredibly sweet dog. And um, so it's... It's heartbreaking, potentially heartbreaking to see anything happen with him because he like he has such like a positive attitude. I don't think I've seen like a dog who's always I don't want to quite say opportun opportunistic, but like he's like always thinks he's like if you're eating something, he will get some. And I think sometimes that's like a good like life lesson uh we can take it to as people is to try to be optimistic and try not to be so pessimistic or pessimistic 
at all because sometimes being pessimistic uh, feels like a burden like um but being positive helps you know like things aren't easy you know in life so um having kind of like a positive force even though it may be a come from a not likely place i think is is helpful i don't know you feel free to think i'm weird or crazy with that one but i don't know i guess it kind of gives you hope that like i don't know keep pursuing what you want or keep working at something maybe you'll get some um and hope you'll get some again apologize if you think i'm crazy for that all right so back to mike so uh, i kind of slightly touched over this i think earlier but mikey has had some seizures recently and um the reason why i called this an emergency podcast even that doesn't really make sense but i felt um an extra urgency and motivation and even passion uh to record this and why i'm doing kind of like a different episode is because um so mike has had two seizures in two consecutive days so i'm recording this at the end of october if if anyone wants that context and um so i did not see them happen so some my mom saw them happen um but what happened was both times was he was on my bed and he started convulsing and drooling and salivating um i apologize if i don't know all the correct terminology um but drooling and all of that and convulsing and um one thing that um happens when a dog has a seizure is they kind of like become unaware of their surroundings and since it's you know it's a dog but it's a wild animal still you know um is that they can sometimes become defensive and so um i believe forgive me um if i mentioned this before but i did i believe i talked about mike's previous seizure with his teeth chattering and he was like growling at me um that so that one i experienced with him like right in my room like he was just right on my bed and i was right on my computer so like literally just like three feet away um so the one he had yesterday um you know he's convulsing and um so we we wanted to make sure to keep dewey away because we don't want him to be confused and him to like snap at dewey or anything like that like when he's having a, a seizure, like, we want to just be able to focus on him. So he had it. Um, we brought up his... So he's upstairs. We brought his water bowl in the um, bathroom. So one thing, doing some reading about dog seizures is they become really hot. And so they become they can become thirsty. So we wanted to give him water so he could drink a lot and cool down. Um, I don't quite know all the negative things that can happen during seizure or if a dog gets too hot during a seizure and all that, but we wanted to give him some water. So he drank some water and it took him, um, some time to kind of like 
realize what was going on, but eventually he became okay. Um, even though he was walking, he still feels like off, and I think um, we're there's still not a lot we know about this in terms of science. Um, so it was there's like ultimately there's not much we can do. Um, but he got, like, this, like, foamy drool, like, all over my sheets, and it smelled weird, too, like, it didn't just smell like normal saliva or anything like that, um, but he ended up being okay, and, um, um, I guess a quick, um, injection to this, um, kind of anecdote is that Mikey and Dewey kind of, like, some, they kind of alternate or I don't know how they decide but sometimes they sleep in my room sometimes one sometimes both sometimes one is sleeping in there and I wake up and the other one is there I don't know but Mike's been spending a fair amount of time sleeping I let him sleep in my bed if I'm not on it because ultimately I don't care I can treat him like a little prince I call him King Mikey sometimes um (laughs) but he does he he will um, respect me, and he will jump off um, if I come upstairs. So at least he understands that. I told the story on the Mikey episode that he growled. At, he jumped on my bed when we first got him. He growled at me, <laughs> and that was very uncomfortable to have like a dog who I don't know, like and who's a pup, um, growl at me. Um, but you know now he he would never do that. Um, but so I, 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 he has like a blanket that he sleeps on kind of in the corner. I don't even know how he does. He decided he just kind of have a fairly open floor in here and he kind of just picked a spot in the corner. And so I threw a blanket there for him. Um, so, and he ended up being okay. And so, um, I mentioned earlier about going to the vet is I believe he had his first seizure, um, and this is the, the one before with the teeth chattering where he was, when I was right there, um, he, so the vet said that there's really not much you can do with a seizure. So Dewey had some seizures previously and he's had a couple since we've had him and he used to take medication and we actually took him off the medication um, because it was really weird is we're getting it, his medication through the like Costco pharmacy and they were like slow to fill it. So it kind of happened where it's like, we kind of like cut it in half and, um, cut his like dosage in half cause we were running out and then, you know, it became less and less. And then we tried just when we ran out again, just not giving to him, and he seems to be okay. Um, I don't know if this is the only factor, but he farts less, and they certainly don't smell as bad. Um, he still drinks a lot of water, though, I think. Um, but he's been doing okay, but Mikey is starting to have some. And maybe it's just like that certain age because Mikey is nine and some change now and Dewey was nine when we got him. So maybe big dogs, they're prone to them, especially at that age. 
Um, and maybe it's kind of like a phase. I don't know. Um, but so he had one yesterday and he ended up being okay. And then he had one again today. Um, and so I was like kind of like finishing up dinner and then my mom saw that he had one. And then I kind of went upstairs to check and the light was off in my room. Um, because I hadn't gone up there since the sun had gone down. And he's kind of like shaking a little bit. And I could tell um, cause the, from the light from the hallway that he was still, his eyes were kind of foggy. So like when they have the seizure, their eyes get all foggy. It looks weird. Like, uh, <laughs> so if I remember this correctly, like when you put on like the ring and Lord of the Rings, I think their eyes get different. I apologize if I'm wrong on that, but something like that where it's like their eyes are like different and they're not right. And so for whatever reason, I was like, hey, Mike, or Mikey, I called his name, and he, he was still lying down on the bed, but he, like, looked up and had his ears perked up, and then I was telling him to stay, because I was like, oh, I don't want to call him, because I want to make sure he's, you know, resting, and okay, and so, um, he, um, eventually, like, came down in the hallway, and he went up to me and smelled me right away. And so that's how I could tell that he wasn't quite seeing because he doesn't really smell me that often. Maybe like the first time he sees me, but he he generally knows what I smell like. And he was like smelling me for like a lot longer than he normally would. So I thought that maybe he needed some like more time to um, get his senses right. And so um, he was standing at the top of the stairs for a sec, and then he eventually wanted to go downstairs. And we had Dewey separated downstairs, because the last thing we want, like I mentioned earlier, is have him attack Dewey or anything like that. But then he wanted to go downstairs where Dewey was. And so it's like, okay, well, whatever, we'll open the door. And so we open the door. Um, I open the back door so we can go outside. Um, he goes outside. He didn't really use it. He walked around a little bit and smelled. And then he went in the garage and got some water. Um, and then he seemed to be okay. Um, he even stole some cardboard. So Mikey likes stealing cardboard. Don't know why. What he does is he goes out recycling, takes it, goes under the dining room table, and rips it up and eats it. Um, so I kind of took that as a sign as he's doing okay. Um, <laughs> and then eventually he went upstairs and just kind of chilling upstairs in my brother's room. So I think he's okay. Um, but it is scary, you know. Like I mentioned with Dewey and about his age is you don't know what will happen with him. And the same thing with Mikey is I don't know what will happen to him. I mean, I remember the first day we got Mikey as a puppy. Like, I am now old enough where I can remember, like, the first day getting him. And because I was, what, 17? Um, So I was 17, so well old enough to remember his first days. And we've had him, you know, for eight years, nine years, 
coming up on nine years in just a couple of months in December. So, like, he's been with me for that long. And so it's just one of those things where it's like it's a constant part of your life. Um, you know, honestly, I haven't really moved to, like, a completely different city or, like, lived with someone and broke up with them. But I imagine in a lot of ways it's similar where it's like, when the dog is gone, that's like your your normal stuff isn't normal anymore. Your normal routines, your um, daily things are gone. Like any time I stay somewhere and there's no dogs where I have to like worry about leaving food out is like a little weird. Like if I go on vacation somewhere and it's like, oh, I can leave this food on this little table. I don't have to put it on the high counter. So a dog doesn't come swoop it up. Like, that is a little, I don't want to say foreign, a little different, you know, for me. I'm not quite used to that. Um, so, you, like, and, I, and so those kind of things rush through your head. And I'm the kind of person who just rushes to think of, like, all these worst case scenarios and all these things that have to change. Um, and so, you know, you, I'm not a little kid. Like, I know dogs have their run their course they live their lives they don't live as long as humans and sometimes they die of unexpected things but you know i'm not ready for that with mike um mike is such is such a character he's he's the protector he'll bark at anyone who comes near the door once you come inside, you are his best friend, and you earn instant trust. When certain people come over, he squeals like a little piggy running around. <laughs> it's so funny, um, you know. So I'm not ready for Mike to go. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not ready for Dewey either. But you know, unfortunately, we have to prepare ourselves for these things, and it's it's tough. Um, to think about because we just want to live our normal lives and you know it's kind of like part of like something that's sentimental i don't want to say nostalgic but you know i remember having like summers hanging out with friends you know when i was a kid and and you know you're kind of thinking like i wish i could do this every day and you don't want it to end and then it does end, and then it sucks. But, you know, you have fond memories of it. But no matter what, you can never do the same thing the next year. There's always something different. <laughs> I mean, for me, we had a, me and my friends had a summer where, where we played Ultimate Frisbee all the time. And it got to a point where some we just text each other 7, as in, like, 7 o'clock is the time we were going to play. Like, it wasn't like, hey, are you available to play the game at 7 o'clock p.m. It was, you know, hey, can you play at 7? And it's just 7? You know, it was just like that kind of, like, we were doing over text message, but it was, like, I imagine if this happened in, like, 20 years earlier, it was just we'd all show up at the, you know, at the school on the field and just play, and you just assume that we were playing. And so dog is kind of similar in that, where it's like, you don't, you, you just, sometimes you may take for granted just, like, the presence and the comfort that they give you, and 
uh, you don't want that to go away. Um, I know you can get a different dog, you know, eventually, if your life um, can handle that, but not everyone's can, and um, so that's unfortunate, uh, well, it can be unfortunate, um, but you don't, you're not thinking like that on the normal day-to-day basis, you're thinking, okay, I come home from work, eat dinner, walk the dog, watch some TV, do my chores, whatever, you just think about that stuff, and it becomes your routine, and, um, you know, I'm not old, but, like, I've heard as you get older, time goes by faster, um, partially because you become, it becomes more of a routine, and, each day is less of your life before. So, you know, five years when you're 10 is a long time. That's like half your life. But five years when you're 45 is a lot less or 70. Um, and so sometimes the time just blends together and it speeds through quickly. But we don't want to forget those times. Um, you know, we don't take it for granted, like I said. Like, we want to enjoy those, savor those moments, because um, they may go away anyway. Um, and I think we're so fortunate into time with technology. I mean, you can take great pictures with your cell phone. And, like, cell phones are such an ingrained part of our culture that, like, if I'm walking around my house, it's weird not having my phone, like, in my pocket, um, even just, like, around my house, like, it's not even like I'm listening to something, so I have it plugged in, it's like, no, like, I need to access that, there, it's the key to so many things, and so to have, like, this device that is an integral part of our days, with the ability to record, um, video and take pictures um i'm just like it's one of those things where it's like people have dog instagrams and instagram launched shortly after so october 6 2010 so not too long we after we got mikey so i mean i could totally like i didn't have an iphone or a smartphone back then um, but I would have liked to been a, like, if, like, having video of Mikey, um, as a pup, and pictures of Mikey as a pup, like, so many pictures, I mean, we have some pictures, but that was before really anyone, my, in the relative terms of smartphones, my family wasn't, like, early adopters. My first iPhone was the iPhone 6, and I got that the year it came out. So I was certainly behind. Um, But I feel like a Mikey Instagram and a Dewey one certainly too could have been huge. Um, And it's for me, it's not like, oh, I have so many followers. That's so meaningful. But it's more to me, it'd be more of just like sharing the enjoyable moments that that this this dog brings us um and that that'd be cool um i have no idea when i'll get another dog maybe i'll do a dog instagram i don't know 
Um, I'm like the kind of person who's like, I want professional 4K camera having all these artistic um, shots capturing the essence of this animal. (laughs) So I may be a little over the top on that. But, I mean, dogs on social media, not only Instagram, are huge. And it's because people love dogs. And that's one reason why I wanted to make this show is dogs are important to our lives um, and meaningful to us. Um, So it's not just like this whole idea of, oh, I need to have content that gets likes and retweets and, oh, look at me, I have so many followers. But it's just kind of trying to share joy. I mean, that's how I see it. That's what I want to do with this show. I don't want to have, like, millions of listeners so I can say, look at me, I'm such so popular. I don't care about popularity. I mean, I want people to enjoy the show, but... If I don't want some empty numbers. I want people who actually enjoy the show and want to hear the stories and maybe feel um, uplifted or their hearts are filled with joy when they hear these stories. Um, that's what I'm trying to offer with this show. So sorry if that sounds like I'm trying to sell this or something. It's a free <laughs> free podcast. So don't worry, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I, I This is... This is a truly um, uh, from the heart show. I don't. I'm not here to get famous or anything like that. From the, from this, maybe in something else. <laughs> um, but you know, I want. I want this. To, I want to capture that. And enjoy this. So, um, as I'm kind of winding down this episode, I hope that wasn't too ranty. I apologize if it was. This has only been my voice. So. Thank you for tolerating it this far. If you've made it this far, congratulations. Um, so I guess this is going to post in the beginning of November. So I guess I'll try to get it like right as November starts. So I can um, just kind of talk about Halloween a little bit. Um, my family in particular isn't like super big on Halloween. Um, and our house isn't in a great like trick-or-treater spot anyway. Um, but just thinking about like... Mikey and Dewey, and those dogs would be so annoying for Halloween. Having people just, like, Mikey would love it. People just constantly ring the doorbell for him to bark at. Little kids. Mike loves little kids. I think there's a certain energy (laughs) or vibe he gets for them where he gets really excited. So he would have an incredible time. And not even in that and having the potential to... uh, steel candy um <laughs> would make it a, a riot for for mike he would have an incredible time uh with halloween and um a friend of mine they friend, friends of mine their house they go over the top um extreme um and their dog is good where he doesn't i don't think he really cares that much Um, so I'm glad about that. I'm sure there are lots of stories of things dogs have done on Halloween. Um, I, (laughs) last year I saw a dog that had like a lion's mane for like a costume that was being walked. So that was, that was cute to see. I don't really know a ton of dog Halloween costumes other than like the Ewok ones or some basic Star Wars ones, but like something cool, um, 
but um, yeah, Halloween is a funny time for for dogs. There's a lot of commotion and people out and energy and excitement. So I'm it's a field day for dogs. So I'm glad they have that. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna wrap this up, but I hope. This was an interesting episode. Um, this was like completely off the top of my head. I'm not reading off any notes. I didn't write anything down. These are just kind of like based off kind of feelings that I've had and thoughts. Some that are honestly were like five, ten minutes before I started recording, just flowing through my head. So I hope this was a good and enjoyable episode for people. Um, if it was, you can please tell me that. And there are lots of ways to tell me that. Um, the show is on iTunes. You can leave a review there. Um, one of the most active spots I am with this show is on Twitter. There's not a lot of tweets. Maybe one or two. This show is for decently active on Twitter where I um, tweet out when the new episodes come out. And maybe a couple things occasionally other than that. Um, I would like that to grow. I don't know how interested people are in like a twitter account for um a podcast um but right now i'm trying to use that as a avenue for new people to discover it um there's also an instagram oh and of course i should say the name at the good boy pod um and there's an instagram which i have been completely neglecting to use because um, I am completely, um, new to Instagram. I've only had it for a few number of months. Um, so I don't know quite how to utilize that platform well, other, and I know people like dogs. Um, so I will try to do that. I've probably mentioned that in the previous episodes, but I do see the value in it. So I, I don't want to abandon it. And the show posts to Facebook as well. Same thing, the good boy at the good boy pod on there is an easy way to find it you can listen to the show on itunes spotify google plus and a vast array of podcast services it is even on youtube and sometimes i don't like it's on youtube in for the small reason that it shows how many views it has and i don't think this is the best podcast to listen to on youtube um the audience isn't crazy where it can attract people on there so i don't want it to look like that nobody listens to it because people do listen to it um surprising even for me people listen to this um not and not that i think it's bad it's just i don't know how people discover podcasts um but on that note tell people about the show um it will really help the show and i say that in terms of <laughs> It will help me like feel good about it and more motivated and thinking more about it and cool things that can go on. I, like for me, is a no-brainer to do a show about dogs because I like them and so many people do. And so, like I see people on Twitter post about dogs all the time, and it's just like, oh, I want these people on the show. But if nobody knows about it, then it's really hard to ask someone like hey can you hop on my show that a relative small number of people listen to but if the show is more popular 
then I can tell them, like, hey, this is a really popular show. And they, maybe they'll be a lot more eager to listen. And we can get all sorts of cool people on. Um, I can't think of someone off the top of my head. Oh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans has a dog, I think. What if Chris Evans was on the show? I like Chris Evans. That'd be cool to have Captain America on the show. So that's my roundabout way of saying please spread the word of the show. Um, It's only once a month. So it is not overwhelming. And since it's like completely evergreen, you don't even have to listen to each episode. But please spread the word about it. Um, Subscribe to the show. Tell people about it so we can build a larger community and then maybe i can get people who actually know about dogs on the show and they can make me look stupid (laughs) maybe you're interested in that i don't know Uh, i don't want to beat myself up but please tell people about the show i want the show to grow and i want cool people and people i don't I, i would actually love to get more people who i don't know like personally um because i think i could learn a lot about them and have like completely different perspectives for the show so spread the word um if you care to follow me i am just at my name on twitter and instagram at Ilya alexeyev um if you can't spell that i don't blame you um but just google you'll see my name if you've downloaded this show um so thanks for listening and keep petting those dogs